We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Parker. Parker launches a three-pointer. Shot no good. Rebound Burks and that'll do it. And the New York Knicks have clinched home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. One year after a 21-45 record and seven consecutive years missing the playoffs, the Knicks finish with the fourth fourth best mark in the East. (sighs) (sighs) Why would it be easy? Why would it be easy in... um, in this season, this season, why would I have ever been so foolish? Why would I have been so foolish as to think, even for a second, that it would be easy? <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, man. Okay. Um I don't know why I'm not seeing anything in the chat. That's weird. Um, Andrew, if you could hear me, tell me what's going on with the chat. Um, Okay. So um, the Knicks, the Knicks win. The Knicks win. And that is, that is awesome. Um, I can't believe they did it in the way that they did, but they did it. Um, I am, I am at a loss for words after that game. I don't know what to say after that game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, wow. Just, just wow. That's all I got. Just wow. (sighs) It's been that kind of a season though. It's been that kind of a season, though, because, you know, it's funny. There have been a couple times where, uh, peek behind the curtain, Andrew has, has like, texted me in, like, the mid-third or, like, late late third quarter or maybe the early fourth quarter. It's like, hey, if this one's a blowout, um, you want to get the chat started? You want to get the, the post-game live stream started early? And I, I, I'm, I'm always, like, nervous to respond and I'll just be, yeah, okay, sure. And I think we did that once when they were when they got blown out in Denver. Um, other than that, there's just there hasn't been any games in what feels like two months that were just over at the end, other than the the night that my daughter was born <laughs> when they played Detroit. Other than that, 
other than that, though, I mean, it seems just like every game comes down to my heart is in my throat, and then it's in the like my head, and I just I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this team, this fucking team. Uh, we over. Um. Anyway. I guess I got to talk about this game for a little bit, but we're going to spend most of the time talking about, obviously, what's at stake and what's going to happen now. Um, C.T. Pittman with our first comment in the Super Chat. Patron saint of the Super Chat, C.T. Pittman. Um, they just couldn't make it easy. We got the fourth seed. Yeah. Um, they, they couldn't make it easy. Um, CPM, that was the worst 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, Robert Cross, I want to thank the community, Andrew and John, for a great season during trying times. None more trying than today. Now the real fun begins. Chicken cutlets for everybody. I completely agree. And then Prototype NC. They had to give us one final regular season heart attack. Still, a win's a win and home court is ours. Let's make some noise in the playoffs. Here's a couple things I want to say about this game generally before I get into specifics about the game. One... This is a new team in terms of together. Um, most of these guys have not been to the playoffs before. Um, do I blame them for coming out flat in this game against the guys the, the Celtics put on the floor? Not really. Can I completely blame them for blowing a 21-point lead and letting it go down to one with Luke fucking Cornette having a chance to tie the game? Um, yeah, I mean, I can sit here and blame them, but can I sit here and be like, I'm shocked that that happened? No, I can't sit here and say that. This is all new for them. And I, you know, and, and on one hand, I have, I have confidence that they, if they were playing like the full Celtics team or even like a better team than that, I think this would have come down to the wire all the same. I think this team just like, it's weird. They, they're figuring out how to beat good teams but they're not yet figuring out how to put away bad teams, which I guess isn't going to be a problem. Um, although, even when they go up big on on big teams, we've seen on good teams, we've seen them, you know, relent and let those teams get back in it as well. It doesn't matter who they're playing; they just they they don't know how to close yet. And we have to hope that they've learned some lessons <laughs> along the way. It's funny, typical what we say is, "If you don't win, you learn." I feel like I hope they're learning from these wins as well. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Um, and, and the other thing I'll say for, I don't think anybody in here is going to say this, but for anybody who watches today and is like, Oh, the Knicks are a, a fraud as a four seed. Um, you don't get to be a four seed in, in, in this conference with the amount of teams that they've gotten. Yeah. You don't, you don't finish the regular season ahead of a team like Atlanta, ahead of a team like Miami. If you're anything less than completely legitimate, they are 100%. Uh, legitimate. Um, I don't want to take anything that happened today and extrapolate it into something it's not. Um, it was a, it was just a weird day, and I think we all know that it was a weird day. And I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it. That's what I'm going to say about that. I'm going to get back to the super chat real quick here. Um, Stevens Guillaume wouldn't be a Knicks game if they didn't give us a heart attack. Fourth seed playoffs here we come, baby. Um, Mark, my man, Mark Fischel. Um, Hold on, I gotta scroll back up here. Um, fourth place, baby. Of course, I aged twenty years in the fourth quarter. I think I aged thirty. I texted a friend that I was dying. He responded that he was already dead. Yes, I know. I know who that friend was. Uh, James Lee. Do you think Tim's experimenting Burks on one um, for the playoffs? I mean, we've seen Burks play the one all season long. Um, I don't think it was much of an experiment. Um, you know, might they have wanted to see how it looked? Yeah. Did it look great at the end there? Not so much. Um, not that Rose did much better today, but neither here nor there. Anthony Sixto, thank you so much for your contribution to the Super Chat. Thank you to the KFS crew for an incredible season of content. You're forever a part of my memory of this special season. It's not over yet, Anthony, but you're you're a, a part of my memory as well. I remember all you guys. Um, question. Could they develop Obi into a Robert Horry type small forward, potentially sharing the court with Randall? I, I, I'm more towards him as a small ball five. I just don't know that he moves well enough to guard some of the wings they could put on the floor today in the NBA. Um, do I think it's an outlandish suggestion? No, I don't think it's outlandish, but I'd be surprised if he ever got to a point where he was moving as well on the perimeter um, that, you know, that that was a, a thing that really happened. 
Uh, Dallas Sam 25, we're grinders. We don't blow people away, but fourth place, baby. Um, and I'm going to talk about the significance of fourth place in a second. Leon C., thank you for your contribution. This game has me wide awake at 3.30 a.m. here. I forget where here is, but I know it's um, on that side of the world. Um, excited for the Hawks. Do you think we'd have success with Frank on Trey? Frank has actually struggled with Trey a lot over the course of his career. Um, he's always struggled with like smaller guards, um, quicker guards like that. That said, I think he's as a good an option on Trey as anyone. I could see Frank making a rep for himself if he plays Trey well, 100%. I hope they give him a chance. I'd And, again, I'd rather see uh, Frank on Trey Young than most other players, uh, especially you-know-who. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about him also. Uh, hello, Macri. Knicks fan since – this is from Jeff Keys. Knicks fan since 99 from Indiana. Unusual, I know. Um, but my wife finally watched the game with me, and she's on the whole why does Alfred Payton play train. Um, I had a tweet uh, that I sent out earlier during the game that I, I took down because um, uh, some folks may not have um, cared for it um, about how Elf is playing like a guy who found out weeks ago that he was going to be out of the rotation in the playoffs. And, you know, and, and the pushback I got was pretty obvious, which was like, why would anybody fucking tell him that he's not going to be in the rotation when he's still in the rotation? which I totally get. But at the same time, you know, I feel like there's ways to know the writing on the wall before being actually told the writing on the wall or seeing the writing on the wall. And Elf to me looks like a guy who's playing like he knows the writing on the wall and the writing on the wall is like, look, we gave this as long as we could. Um, and now, I mean, it's gotten to the all season long for 65 or 60 or 65 games. You know, we were talking about how Elf was bad. The last half a dozen or so games, it's a little bit more than bad. It's like a guy who's, I, I mean, actively trying to, like, figure out how to play basketball. Um, and he's, he's failing uh, really badly at that. And it's, like, it's 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 gotten painful at this point. I actually genuinely feel bad for him. Um, I, I, I really don't. I, I would be shocked. Here's the thing that I'll say, and this is, this is all I want to say on this today because it's a happy day. Um, I would be shocked if they lost a playoff game because of Alfred Payton. I would be shocked if Tibbs allowed that to happen. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, Hush Zoo, my favorite type of basketball ice out, RJ Basketball. Okay. Um, oh, basketball ice out, RJ Basketball. I think I get that. Um, Robert Cross, Jeff Van Gundy was questioning our medal and was leaning Atlanta on the national telecast trader. I can't, I can't speak to that. I was watching the MSG broadcast with our du double hall of famers. One of whom wants some Taco Bell. Great moment there. Harry Donard. Finally, he makes a comment. Oh my God. Shout out to Harry Donard. He comes in here every night. He contributes 10 bucks to the super chat, never asks a question. And now he says something. Been watching since the early nineties, most rewarding regular season I have watched. As soon as the game ended, I couldn't wait for the live streams and pods. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the fantastic content and for being on this magical ride with me. See you in the playoffs. Harry, thank you. Thank you for being on this magical ride with me and for and with everybody else here at, at KFS and obviously the whole Knicks community. This is just a beyond generous donation. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're not over yet. Um, I will, I will indeed see you in the playoffs, and I cannot wait because um, I think I think we're going to have some fun, and we're going to talk about the playoffs in a bit. Um, okay, I got to go back up here. Slacker Hero, uh, this is a special season, and I think we all remember this one for many years. I'm glad we all got to experience it with KFS. I'm so happy I got to experience it with you guys. This is what's made the season magical um, is, is this, th these moments that I get to talk about it with you guys. Um, as I remember to uh, pull up my um, link to the post game, which of course I forgot to do. Um, Bastien Domanchu, Domanchu. Um, hey John, Knicks fan from Belgium here, uh, home of uh, Frank Nilakina. Uh, can't wait to knock Trey Young out of the playoffs. Thank you for your work. Thank you for contributing and for coming to watch. Um, Jay Pena, thanks for being here during the dark days, Macri. We here, we are here. Um, again, I, I, let's let's. So I'm going to keep going with the super chat in a second. I just, you know, look, Atlanta's a good team. 
I know we all want to kick the shit out of Atlanta. I want to kick the shit out of Atlanta. I think it's going to be a tough series. I'd be shocked if this series went under six games. Um, I'm expecting seven games. Maybe it goes six. They're super talented. They, they've scored on us this year as well as anyone. Um, we've had trouble defending them, but we've scored against them. But yet, at the same time, hoping that the Knicks are going to continue to outscore an opponent is rough. All that being said, whether this is New York in seven, New York in six, Atlanta in seven, Atlanta in six, Atlanta in five, you know, doomsday scenario, whatever it is, just focus on this with me for a second. Because <laughs> it needs to be said again. We entered this season with Vegas having us as the lowest over under in the league. And they have home court advantage in the playoffs. This is the definition of gravy. This is the definition of icing on the cake. This is the definition of house money. Whatever happens from here, it happens. What they have been able to accomplish this season is not only significant in and of itself, but it portends wonderful things for what is to happen moving forward. I don't care what they do. I mean, I care what they do in the playoffs, obviously. But for the purposes of, like, everybody saying we hear, right? We hear, we hear, we hear. We hear implies that we're not going anywhere. And I think that that's why that's accurate. We're not going anywhere because you don't accomplish this with these expectations unless what you have going on here is real. And I believe what they have going on here is real. I think you could look at it any way you cut it. You could look at the advanced numbers. You could look at the progress over the course of the season from when they were 17th in net rating to 15th to 12th to 10th, and they're going to finish the season in the top 10, um, to the progress of the individual players, to all of the, the things that have been written about what's been going on behind the scenes in the front office and the coaching staff, to the things that the coaching staff has said, to the things that the players have said, to the things that the national media is saying, to all of the things, everything points to the fact that this is not the end. This is the beginning. So everybody, you know, look, we're excited about what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Whatever happens, happens. Um, and it's been, it's been really fun and it's been great. And I think that I really do think that there's more to come, whether it's this season, maybe past the season. Definitely. All right, let's keep it going. As we wait for Tibbs, um, Hannibal miles, wouldn't be a true Knicks season without a dramatic ending. Great season. Here's to the playoffs. Completely, completely, completely agree with that. Um, Steve, uh, Steven Gutierrez, my heart is still in my throat. Isn't it in all of our throats? David Funderick, what are you doing? Now I got to go buy you drinks when you're, when you're here in uh, New York, or I got to come visit you in LA, which I might do. Grateful for everything KFS has done for the fan base in bad times and good. What a damn ride this season has been. Not done yet. Go Knicks, and don't give us that humble trash, Macri. Just accept our love. I will give you the humble trash, David Federnick. That is my middle name is Humble Trash, Jonathan Humble Trash Macri. Brian Benjamin, you know you know who is Alfred Payton Voldemort? Yes, he is. Um, who's Harry Potter? I think maybe Emmanuel Quickly's Harry Potter. Um, Kevin Zwicker, haven't seen a Knicks playoff game since I'm twenty since high school, and <laughs> I'm twenty five. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a Knicks playoff game uh, since I was in Applebee's with my wife watching game six um, and jumping up the fucking down, which you're not supposed to do on Long Island, apparently. Um, Mitchell Ledoux. Hey, Macri. First time, long time. Welcome aboard, man. Um, thanks for making the most special Knicks season I've ever seen even better. Well, that's just really. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to to. Everybody, um, I, I I don't even. This is all really very. This is way too much. Um, you 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 guys are really crazy. Um, let me just make sure I'm like uh, I'm all caught up up top. I think I got everything. All right, uh, Andrew, you're gonna have to let me know um, if I missed anything above what I already got to. Okay, Don Cappuccini, I think we're up to. Um, I'm so happy and grateful for the sports seed. Any concerns about closing in on the first round or closing in uh, any concerns about closing in the first round? Yes, I do. <laughs> Maybe five days of prep can iron out the bumps. I have massive concerns about closing in the first round. Um, 
But at the same time, I could look at this season and I could say for all the heart attacks they've given us, of all the games where you like, they're supposed to win this game. They have to win this game. They've only really lost one of them. And that was the Minnesota game where it was like an egregious loss. Um, I feel like they've won, they, like by hook or by crook, they've won a lot of these other ones. So, you know, that's, that's awesome. Jason M. Rose and Burks don't seem to play well together. Time for a change in the lineups rotations to get the best out of both. I mean, the obvious answer is put one of them in the starting five. Um, I hope that's what we see. And I, I kind of think that's what we might see at some point, maybe not right away, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, Hannibal Miles, by the way, you were mentioned on the Larry Brown sports website for your tweet. I don't know what the Larry Brown sports website is. If I should know what that is, let me know. Um, JJ, J Jane, J Jane. Thank you for your contribution. Uh, Quentin Johnson, we're in thanks to King Julius and star J Barrett. I like that nickname. Um, and not thanks to BL for Peyton, who should be sent to the negative zone um, with General Zod. I I like that. I like that suggestion. Um, I don't really know exactly what the negative zone is, um, but uh, I, I'm down. I'm down with sending him there. Um, let's let's let's. Can we? Does the rocket ship go to the negative zone? That's the question. Robert Cross, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up RJ ceiling once more. You see that 30-footer? I did see that 30-footer. All-star next year, All-NBA in three. What's the ceiling, John? Here's what I want to say about RJ Barrett. I had a, a tense moment there in the uh, third quarter, I think, when he was one for three from deep. He was actually 0 for two at one point, and then he was one for three. I looked up his shooting percentage for the season. At that exact moment, it was 0.399. And I was like, oh, my God, if this poor kid finishes 0.001% under 40%, I would have felt so bad. But he hit one more three, and he's at 40.1% um, uh, for the season. So shout out to RJ. What's his ceiling? Yeah, I mean, I think his ceiling is like a maybe making an All-NBA team at some point. Um, I think the more realistic ceiling is a guy who makes a handful of All-Star teams. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. I'm not, I'm done putting ceilings on RJ Barrett. That's, that's, that's a fool's errand. Um, Scott 84. Thanks for a great regular season. Coach. Coach is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Rebecca Harlow. All right. I'll get back to this in a second. Coach, after all of the hard work and dedication, unselfishness that you've seen from your team all year long, how proud are you? that they have gotten themselves into a position where you guys have locked fourth in the East home court advantage here. Yeah, you know, and the season continues on, so it's important to, you know, appreciate the, the effort and the work that has gone into it thus far, but to also understand that the challenge continues. And there's, there's a, the challenge continues. Playoffs that is much different than the regular season, so we have to prepare ourselves for that as well. Ryan Mahoney? Um, with, the, with the improvement, it seems like you've been made, of course, the season. How do you feel about this team's chances of going to the playoffs? Yeah, and each game will be different. We know how good the, the, the playoff teams are, you know, and we have to be ready. It's a, a, a highly uh, competitive environment. Uh, there's nothing easy. It, it tests your will. It's going to test you in a lot of different ways. And hopefully we built uh, the proper habits throughout the course of the season to prepare ourselves for that type of intensity and environment. Hey, Papa. Hey, Tom. Do you, do you guys take a moment in the locker room? Do you take a moment to appreciate what you guys accomplished here in the regular season? Yeah, you know, like, it, but for, for us, it's, it's to look at what we did, enjoy today, and then prepare ourselves for tomorrow, knowing that there's a lot that goes into preparation for a playoff game. We have to study, we have to get prepared, and we got to be ready to go when that ball goes up. So, uh, you know, you don't want to feel too good because, you know, that you always want more. And it's important for us to be hungry and concentrate on exactly what's in front of us. It's important for everyone to put everything they have into each and every day. I think the maximum effort has to be combined with unbelievable concentration so you can get to the level you want to get to. Mark Berman. 
Hey, Tom. Well, you know who you're playing, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, and you beat them three times. How much confidence you guys have knowing that you can beat this? What do you think he's going to say, Mark? That, that means nothing going into the playoffs. So the regular season is the regular season. Uh, you, when you play those games, there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, there can be players out. There can be travel involved. Uh, now you're at a zero base. You know, you know how well they're playing. Uh, they've gotten a lot better as the season is going on. So we're going to have to be ready. We're going to have to play a 48-minute game. Steph Bondi. Hey, Tom, do you agree that uh, today probably the team's best performance? And do you think there was a little bit of a letdown, you know, seeing, you know, that they were the Boston resting all their uh, starters? Uh, I missed the initial part of that. Can you repeat that, please? Just that, would you agree that this wasn't the team's best performance today? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, and, and look, the bottom line was getting the win. And, uh, the, the thing that, you know, we talked about it before the game, if you're in the NBA, you're a great player. And so uh, they posed a lot of problems. They, they played a terrific game, uh, which I knew they would, very well-coached team. And uh, no matter who you're playing against, you have to play for 48 minutes. And if you get a lead, uh, leads dissipate very quickly if you're not doing the right things. So the way teams can shoot three and score the ball. Uh, and that's why it's so important to play each possession uh, with the proper amount of intensity and concentration. Ian Bakley. Hey, Tom, I guess just Ian asked what uh, Tom thinks about Atlanta well, since Nate McMillan took over. Totality. Nate's been a terrific coach. I thought Lloyd Pierce did a great job as well. Uh, the start of the season, they had a number of players that were out. Uh, uh, and Nate's done a terrific job since he's been there. That team is very talented. It's very deep. Uh, and so we know that we know what we're looking at. We're going to have to play great for 48 minutes in each game. Mike Workinall. Tom, you are talking about the difference in intensity for the playoffs. How do you kind of impart that difference on the team and from the guys who haven't been there? Well, we've had some situations that throughout the course of the year that sort of mimicked it, but not that it won't be exactly the same in terms of when you're playing the same opponent over and over. Uh, and usually what happens in each game, uh, the intensity goes up. Uh, you're going to know everything they're doing. They know everything you're doing. Uh, and then it's about how hard you can go and how long you're willing to fight. <laughs> so, and hopefully we've built those habits over the course of the season. And I'm going to be building habits now. They have to be in place now. Last question, Mike Bacow. We can't hear you, Mike. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Mike. Thank you, Coach. Okay. Thanks. All right. Um, I, love, I love him. Uh, you're, not, you're not building habits now. Damn, damn Skippy. If anybody's looking for a reason to uh, doubt the Nets' uh, possibilities for success, I like that comment. You're not building habits now. I don't know how you could build habits when you have, you know, only eight or nine games, whatever it is, with your with your three best players. Um, so, Scott, uh, I didn't answer the second part of your question. Miss Macri's all-time favorite Knicks player is memorialized um, on the um, top there. That would be Mr. J.R. Smith. Um, Pipe layer himself. My wife always admired uh, Jr.'s ability to uh, work his game uh, both on and off the court. Um, you know, I, I, one might say uh, that in my wife's days as a single woman, she she might have wished that, that she had been uh, frequenter in a in one of the late night spots that that Jr. Um, you know may have may have partaken in. Um, but I, I, I mean, I. I, I would never be so bold as, as to assume as much for, for sure. Um, and her current favorite, Nick, what's her current favorite, Nick? I think her current favorite, Nick is probably might be Frank. Might be Frank. It's probably Frank. I think Frank or, or Julius. She's come to like Julius a lot this season. Um, Jared Dettel. Uh, where did Jared's comic go? Um, okay. Well, going to find Jared. Jared going once, Jared going twice. Oh, my God. You guys are 
crazy with this super chat. We got to go all the way up to the top here. Oh my goodness. Okay, Jared, thank you for making this season as magical as uh, as this ballsy ass next team. <laughs> I've loved every minute of it. Let's keep it going. Go Knickerbockers. Thank you, Jared. Dzilla, what's going on, my man? Best Knicks team since 1999. Woo! Thanks, KFS. Awesome regular season. Ready to celebrate playoffs with y'all. Knicks in six. Uh, I like Knicks in six. That's not going to be my official prediction. I like the sound of it, though. Um, best Knicks team since 1999. I think we'll find that out in a couple weeks. Um, Dalson, 25. Exuberant Macri saving himself for the playoffs. By the way, drink one. drinks on me if you come to NOLA. I love New Orleans. I've been there a couple times. My wife and I went a few years ago. We had a fantastic time. Um, and uh, I will take you up on that next time we're able to get there. Um, ML Nair. Thanks. Um, John, for helping us, all of you guys, to get through this drought. It's been a long time coming, but we're here. We're here. Let's go, Knicks. It's just, again, I was getting myself through the drought. I needed to talk my way through it because, shit, those are some hard days. Those are some hard days when you're watching, you know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, and, you you know, you're just looking for any signs of life in a 17-win season. Or I actually started doing these before that. I started my first my first one of these was in the first game after the All-Star break of the year that um, Porzingis went down. Um, and they played Orlando, and they, won, they beat Orlando by, like, 25 or something crazy. And I think they won five games the rest of the way. Um, and I started doing these all the way through those t- – and I, I didn't even have anything much to talk about because I think Frank was injured for, for a lot of that. And it was like Moutier and Tim Hardaway Jr. And it was just, oh, my God. So, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty, pretty a lot more fun. Julio Martinez, let's freaking go. Crying tears of joy, as we all are. I love it. Priggy Smalls, thanks for everything this season. To Macri, Jeremy, Andrew, don't forget Chris Persianen. Thanks for carrying us through the best season in decades. Long live Pablo Prigioni. I miss Pablo Prigioni. Maybe uh, Luca, the new Luca, will be the second coming. We'll see. Um, Rowan Beckford Sr., like that first name. Thank you not only for this season, but the last two as well. You've helped me stay positive, and we now, we now have the playoffs. You're welcome. Um, thank you for being with me. And, um, and um, yeah, God, it's, it's been a journey. Um, you got to stay positive. I knew this was coming, though. I knew eventually we'd get here. I never gave up hope. I never gave up hope. I knew we'd get here. This is New York. We don't, we, don't, we don't fuck around and just fall down and stay down. This is New York. We're New Yorkers. Everyone in here, no matter where you're watching from, you're a New Yorker at heart. If you're a New Yorker at heart, you don't, you don't, you don't stay down. You get up. No matter how many people are laughing at you or, or stepping over you, you get back up. And this is the Knicks, and we get back up. And now we're back up, and we'll see how high we can go. Um, Kevin Joseph, ever since I moved to Georgia over a decade ago, I've been waiting for this moment. It's finally here, and I'll be there in person game four. Congratulations. Enjoy that. Make sure you – if you don't leave that place with a a lost voice, I'm going to be coming for you, Kevin. Um, Let's go, Knicks. Um, Thank you for your contribution. Frank Ortiz, the, thank you so much, Frank. The Knicks going into next season really need to improve their scoring in the paint. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. 
they're they're depending too much on threes, which when they're not falling, allows points to get back in the games. I think they need to – well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll speak to that for a second. Julius Randle has already shown a propensity to be a fantastic scorer in the paint. Um, uh, Derek Rose has shown a propensity to be a really good scorer in the paint. R.J. Barrett's getting there. I don't think you need like a traditional post-up guy. I think they're fine bringing Mitch back at center. But I, I agree with you that they need to be able to put a lineup on the floor that figures out maybe – and this is probably not going to come until they get a better player because look, you don't get points in the paint with like traditional post-up players anymore. You get points in the paint with guys who could break you down on the perimeter because of the threat of their three point shot. So it's kind of like an inverse way of thinking. Um, they'll get there. They'll get there. Like good teams score in a lot of ways and, uh, and they'll get there. That said, you know, I think we're entering a new, a new uh, era of basketball. I, you know, how, how's it going? Um, as it were, um, forgotten NYC. I was literally on the verge of tears down the stretch of this game for, for the wrong reasons, right? Pretty embarrassing win with zero positives, but hey, I'll take the W and the, and the four seed. I disagree with that only because I think, again, for for where we're at, in, I'm, I'm, every win's a positive this year. Every win is a positive this year for me still. That may change next year, but for me, every win is still a positive this year. Um, cause you, they got to, they, it, it's been a, it's been a process all the way through figuring it out. So, um, you know, but I, I, I also, I hear you, um, Robert Cross, what do you think would be coach Thibodeau's preferred chicken cutlet? Well, he has a, he has a, a rather robust, uh, midsection. So I am going to go with, um, a couple of fried cutlets, obviously fried cutlets with some melted mozzarella cheese. Let's throw some bacon on there. Um, he, I don't think he put French fries in the sandwich. I don't think he put French fries in the sandwich. I, I think he'd go bacon. I think he'd essentially, I think he would do a, a BLT with a chicken cutlet. And can you do, is melted cheese too much on that? And then you just got to worry about your dressing. Um I, I like a, a just a, a regular mayo with like a little bit of salt, uh, salt pepper, uh, oil, vinegar. Um, I think that's what he would prefer because I don't think he want. I don't think he's like a chipotle mayo or any kind of nonsense kind of guy. He might be a mustard guy though. He might just be a straight mustard guy though. I, I could see him liking the mustard. Um, James Lee, I know I've been stingy with super chat. Oh, don't be crazy trying to squeeze in everything in fifty letters. Getting back to it in a second. Mark Herman. Hey, Dad. Uh, we haven't talked to you since Los Angeles. How are you feeling physically with your ankle and everything, and how good does it feel to uh, clinch fourth place? I'm feeling good, man. Um, trying to, I mean, uh, outside of my ankle, just trying to get my body right. Says he's trying to get his body right. Uh, since I twist my ankle, like playing live, I haven't like played um, practice or anything. The game's been the only action I've been getting, so I'm out there just making sure that I don't get nothing to linger into the postseason. Just trying to get minutes up on my coming back to the game. But it feels good to actually be in the postseason um, with a group like this. Everybody's locked in, and um, the city is. Uh-huh. He's buzzing right now, so it's, it's a great feel. Steph Bondi. Hey, Derek, I just want to hear your thoughts on going against uh, Trey Young for, uh, for a playoff series. Oh, it's great. I mean, great young talent. You see that with their team, what they got, how they've been playing. Like, they've been playing with a lot of energy, so it's kind of like, yeah, make sure that everybody's on the same page. Oh, we got we got Julius joining him now. Everybody on the same page, and I mean, he's a he's a lot to to deal with when he's playing free. These guys like each other. He's got bodies around, catching all his shots, he's making hurdles. Not only him, but his entire team. Steve Popper. Yeah, I guess for Derek, uh, Derek, we talked to you a lot about uh, your experience and, and imparting that on guys this year. What do you tell these guys about the difference between sweeping the Hawks three times in the regular season and now facing a team in the postseason? I mean, I haven't had that talk, but to after the game, we told them, I mean, everybody knows that South Point, that's regular season. 
know that comes into the game, the urgency is going to be very high. Intensity is going to change, and we just got to go all out. You know how big these these two games are. You're playing in our house. We got to take care of these two games and play as hard as we can, and we have to deal with it game by game. But we got to take care of the first quarter. Very good. Uh, I'm good too. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Mike, working out? I'll try not to quote Derek on that one. Um, was, obviously, you guys have had such great season, but what did you think of the expectations for you guys back in December before the season began? And uh, what do you think of them now, especially uh, the way it's gone? Uh, it didn't matter then, it doesn't matter now. Uh, you know, people really didn't believe this for the season. So people didn't believe in us before the start of the season. We believed in each other as a team. It's about what we believe in the locker room. Rebecca Harlow. Julius, with, with Rose, he's done so much for you guys that it, it almost feels like he's been there all year long. It's hard to imagine that you really just got him in February. But when you take a look at what you guys have accomplished, what do you think has been the most significant shift with having him? And then additionally, with the amount of playoff experience that he has, how much does that help you in the next step here? Uh, it's tremendous. Um, you know, just the experience that he has. Uh, you know, he's always you know, talking, giving guys pointers and stuff like that, and helping me out as well. So uh, it's tremendous the experience he has, Taj, just, uh, Tibbs, you know, the guy that... Just talking about Rose, Taj, Tibbs. Uh, Imparting their experience. You know, it's, it's a tremendous value for us to have those guys. Steph Bondi. Hey, Steph. Hey, Steph. Hey, Julius. Um, you know, this is be your first playoff. How prepared do you for this, for this and getting into that um, type of environment? Extremely. Extremely. He feels extremely prepared. He's such a low talker. He says he's built up his habits over the course of the year. He's prepared. He's ready for this. It's just going to be raising the level for me. Julius, from the time you guys went to playoffs, you kind of posted that message that you weren't done yet and everything. What's the message today? We're not done. We got to do what we got to do. Last question, Steve Popper. Hey, before going on to the playoffs, can you take a minute today at the end of the game in the locker room, whatever, to appreciate what you guys accomplished here over 72 games? Yeah, we appreciate it, but uh, we enjoy it. We'll enjoy it tonight, but we'll focus on the task at hand. That's all that matters. Julius Randle, leader, locker room leader, NBA, all NBA, all of the accolades, everything you could possibly want in a best player. Uh, I'm, I'm done worrying about who's going to be the star that we're going to get because that fucking guy's a star. I know we need more talent. We need more top-end talent, but that dude's a star um, in every sense of the word. So um, kudos to him and everything he's been able to accomplish this this season. I know he didn't shoot it well today, but he got to the line a bunch. I thought he had a really nice game. Um, I think he's going to be fine. And we have RJ. I promise you I'm going to get to the rest of these Super Chat comments. Patience. Hey, RJ Barrett here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you in Rebecca Arlo. RJ, congrats on, on the clinch for you guys today. But when you think about all of the hard work, all of the unselfishness, all of the sacrifice that this group of guys and the organization has made to get the, to this point, what's what's the most satisfying part about heading into playoffs with home court advantage? Well, you know, it feels amazing, especially doing it with a group of guys that, uh, you know, we're here last year to do some, do some time.
tough times. And, um, you know, we're able to turn the program around and we have, you know, a bunch of new pieces. So that's that's really what it is, you know, just how we worked hard and nobody gave us a shot, but we're here. Mark Berman. Um, what was the feeling of the final buzzer? I mean, Boston took you down to the wire. They didn't have their players. Was there a big relief? Um, definitely excitement. You know, definitely happy that we we wanted to force you on a home court advantage. So you know, definitely happy happy about that. Um, well, I mean, they they played a good game. The, the guys played hard, and uh, you know, credit all credit to them. Ian Bagley. Ian, we can't hear you. We'll have to come back to you. Brian Mahoney. Hey, Andre. I'm just glad you're, you know, you get to play in a lot of big games. Uh, you know, now today, something that matters, playoff games, something like this. Uh, you know, how much more excitement is there for you just going into every day when, you know, it's nothing like it was previously? No, it's great. You know, something to look forward to. So uh, we're fighting for something every single game, and uh, you know that's a good feeling. Uh, we're a tough, resilient team, and uh, you know we kind of we kind of made our name uh, off that. So <clears throat> just really excited to go you know, into the playoffs and uh, just fight hard and see what we can do. Hey, Popper. Just what do you, what do you think of facing the Hawks? They're a team that you guys you know obviously won three games against this year. Everybody's trying to get him to say something. Well, that's different. You know, it's going to be different. It's going to be hard fought. They're going to give it, you know, their best, and um, we got to be ready. Sam Bagley. RJ, picture question. Um, before you even got drafted here, you were saying you wanted to be in New York. You wanted to be a Nick. Um, you know, I'm proud of you, given that uh, you have this accomplishment team-wise of yourself, the way you played this year. I'm definitely team-wise because, you know, it's always about the team. Um, so it's about the whole organization. And, you know, it, it's great to, to have brought, you know, um, Nick fans, you know, what they want and uh, have brought us back to the to the playoffs. But, um, you know, before I, before I got drafted, this this is something I envisioned. This is something I wanted to do. You know, I, I've always said I'm a winner. And uh, I just I had a feeling that I was going to be able to be a part of, you know, a team or multiple teams that were able to, you know, get to the playoffs. Thank you, RJ. Looks happy. Looks ready. Let's got his little backpack on. Okay. Um, let me finally now finish reading James Lee's comment. Um, I am proud that I am the first person, if not one of, to start the Super Chat culture here. Um, thank you, James. Um, keep up the great work. Love from Sydney. Oh, my God. What time is it in Sydney, Australia? It's probably very, very late or very early there. Um, thank you, James. Uh, I very much appreciate um, your contribution and for being so patient um, as uh, as we listen to all of the players say their thing. Okay, catching up here in the Super Chat. I'm going to get to everybody right now. Um, M. Omer Jamil, thank you for all the great content. Fourth seed, let's go. M. Omer Jamil, what? Th thank you, my man. You're the, th thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yes, let's go. Um, seriously, thank you. My main man, Mark, former former KFS podcast guest, Mark Sable, um, comic book creator extraordinaire. Win or lose, playoff experience is going to be great for these kids, and this finish has to send a message to the free agents, disgruntled stars, key on disgruntled stars. We are for real. Drinks on me in New York or L.A. I got to get out to L.A. at this point because, I mean – Shit, it just sounds like a wonderful time. Um, I got to buy Futternick drinks. Uh, David Crockett, what's going on, David? How you doing, man? I started commenting and writing for Curlio uh, at Knickerblogger shortly after Malice in the Palace. My goodness. Shout out to the whole Knicks blog and podcast O-Sphere for taking it to the next level. Man, I'm, I'm constantly inspired by the work of the other people who do this. Um, you know, posting and toasting has always been a place that I've looked at. Um, you know, got obviously my start at the Knicks wall. Um, it uh, goes without saying everybody doing work at the Strickland, um, just all the content creators out there. I mean, I, I don't want to start listing them because inevitably I'm going to forget someone, but like, you know, uh, Terry and Trey, uh, you know, the hard Knicks life guys, 
just like there's so many like Danny doing the morning drive, you know, coach uh, Fa, uh, he, he does his thing. Um, just so many, so many, so many people are contributing to this conversation. Gotham Sports Network, of course. <laughs> Andrew, I had to do it. I wasn't going to let that text go unread. Um, shout out to Gotham. Gave me, gave me, you know, Andrew and, and Jeremy. Um, you know, it's just everybody just puts in so much time and effort and blood and sweat and tears. And it's uh, it's for the love. You know, it's for it's for the love and it's it's just it's fantastic stuff. So, um, you know, shout out to, to every uh, locked on Knicks. Obviously, Alex is over there, too. with Gavin, um, everybody, everybody's killing it. Oh, if I didn't mention anybody, it's, I promise it's not personal. I'm just going off the top of my head here. Um, and I'm, you know, a l- little bit into a glass of scotch. Varunsky's take. The Hawks are insanely deep and I think they have the most potent offense in the league. I don't know about the league. I think Brooklyn would have an argument about that, but I think the Hawks at their best are as good as any offense outside of Brooklyn. Um, Close at least. Bogey Bogdanovich is a guy we should have outbid the Hawks for. I don't think that's a bad take at all. I'm very worried about this matchup. You should be. We should all be worried about this matchup because the Hawks are fucking good. Um, Oh, my God. Did I not say Knicks fan TV? (laughs) I don't not say Knicks fan TV. Knicks fan TV is literally – literally setting the standard um cp has has come in and he's uh rewritten the rule book about how you're supposed to handle coverage um of a team and uh talk about someone who is who's killing it Knicks fan tv baby shout out to them and and especially shout out to cp you know he's been doing the live streams for for a long time now and uh i started doing them on youtube now after these games this season and he what I, if I was him, I would have been like, yo, Macri, get off my block, man. The opposite. He All he does is is uh, support what we do here at Nick's Film School and uh, got me involved in something which I'm not going to say anything about yet because it's not out yet, but it's coming soon. Um, and uh, CP the franchise, baby. Uh, shout out to him. He's, he's one of one. And, um, yeah, so awesome stuff. Everything they have going on over there, and, and I'm excited to see what he does going forward. Um, Dallas in 25, Julius joins Bird, Oscar, Wilt, Westbrook, and Jokic as the only players to average 24, 10, and 6 for an entire season. Give him the All-NBA spot. Give him second team at least. I hope he I, 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 he should be in conversation for first team. I hope he, I hope he gets at least six or seven plays on the MVP ballot. I know offense is crazy this year. Um, I don't think he's going to end up in the top five, but Give him six or seventh in MVP. Uh, he's earned it. He's earned it. Fourth seed. It's fucking fourth seed. He's the best player on fourth seed. He has no all-star caliber talent around him. Not this season, at least. We'll get there with RJ and, you know, whoever else. But uh, Matt R. My goodness, Matt. What do you guys? Craziness. Insanity. Nutty. Just celebrating. Thank you for the content analysis and giving obsessed fans a place to uh, congratulate or congregate. I can't even read. I'm so flabbergasted by these the generosity of people to congregate after each game. Thank you guys for coming here and congregating with me because again, this is my gift. This is the gift that I get every day. Um, I just don't understand why I'm I'm the lucky one. Don Cappuccini. What do we do with Elf? Um, you know what we do with Elf? The rocket ship. They're building it on my lawn right now. I've commissioned a, a five man crew. Um, Evan Janichin, appreciate all you at KFS for a great season. Hopefully see you at the Garden again sometime. Nixon won. <laughs> let's, let's fucking go. Um, okay, I think – oh, no, we're almost there. Sam L. Rebecca Harlow starting um, point guard. I, I'd be down for it. Rebecca Harlow, um, I know used to – I think used to play basketball, I'm pretty sure, and she's tall. She's a lot taller than me, not that that's saying much. Um, Elf to the moon. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think. Oh, wait, no. Got a couple more? Guys, you guys are just, you guys are too much today. Um, Robert Boyd, um, NGL Randall Burks at the fourth gave me 2019-20 PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was PTSD all the way. But, um, again, they were up by 21, and they're playing that team, and I'm like, you know, what can I say? Um, forgotten NYC shout out to Nick's legend, Luke Cornett for secretly having a tank worthy performance and mission clutch three after clutch three. Um, I, uh, 
Great, great, great comment. Okay. Dolan Trump. We had Dolan J. Trump in the super chat. Elf is going to be my ambassador to China. Fantastic stuff from Dolan. Um, and I think that is it. Um, I do want to just take a second because I have somehow been talking for almost 52 minutes. And yet, I don't think I've actually mentioned everybody that I wanted to mention from this actual game that was played today. I know this is a game that we kind of want to block from our memories, but a couple things I did want to say very quickly before I get out of here. Um, RJ Barrett, great second half. He was uh, ended up 7 for 12 for the game. I think this is the first game that RJ Barrett has shot above 50% from the field in like a couple weeks. He's been really struggling for from two in particular. Really nice to see him getting going from um, inside the arc over the course of the second half of this game. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've been talking for, again, 52-plus minutes, and I haven't mentioned Nerland's Noel. Nerland's Noel today with three steals and three blocks. Um, I have a stat coming in tomorrow's newsletter about how many times Nerland's Noel has um, hit. I think I have it at four blocks and two steals. Um, he's done that as many times as anybody in basketball this year, um, tied with miles Turner for six with, with six, nobody else has more than three, just an amazing performance by Nerland's Noel. tip your cap to the dude. He's earned himself the full mid level from somebody. We're not going to talk about whether we should give him the full mid level. That's a conversation for the off season. Um, Berg's had a, or excuse me, quickly had a rough go of things. Um, I thought Burks and uh, Reggie Bullock's three-point shooting were huge to get us where we needed to get to today. Um, Taj, not his best, but a few, some nice minutes. Rose, not his best, but, you know, again, Rose came in there in the first half and I thought play, played played well at first. Um, it wasn't their best game. You know, let's let's just call a spade a spade. It wasn't anybody's best game, with the exception of maybe Nerlens Noel. Um, and RJ. RJ had a really good game, too. So, that's all I wanted to say about that game. Let me get um, – my wife is back from her walk. I wonder if she heard my – did you hear my J.R. Smith comment? What do you think about that? I love me some J.R. Smith. But you thought Timmy was the most handsome one, I think. Yeah. She said Tim Hardaway Jr. is very handsome. Um, I mean, you can't disagree with that. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a very handsome man. Um, is, is what it is. David Salomon, uh, hope we broke the record for super chats today. You guys, are, I mean, I, I again, I, I can't with, with everybody. This is nuts. Um, Breen mentioned on the broadcast that Noel deserves some all defense team votes. Wondering who's your defensive player of the year on the Knicks? Great question. Um, the crazy thing about all defense is, well, actually, wait, hold on a second. Hold on just a doggone second there. If Joel Embiid and, and is eligible at forward for all NBA purposes, that means he's eligible at forward for all defense purposes. I wonder if there isn't a voter or two out there who would be so ingenious as to slot Embiid over as one of their starting forwards to get Gobert in as uh, their starting center and then get Noel on uh, as their backup center. I don't think there will be 10 people that do that. I don't even think that there will be five people to do that. If, if I'm being honest, because there were, a, there were just so many guys who were so worthy, but I'm just not sure how you could look at Noel's numbers and look at the fact that he really, you know, these, the, the quick hands and the steals, they almost always um, start fast breaks. His blocks come at the biggest moments of these games when it feels like the, um, the momentum may be waning. I thought he was arguably the player of the game in the last couple of minutes of this game today. I thought those both of those plays were absolutely vital. I don't know if they win if Noel doesn't make those plays. Um, he should get some votes. He should get some votes. Um, all that said, <laughs> all that said, if you ask me to pick the the Knicks defensive player of the year, I I, 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 it would be tough between him and Reggie Bullock. It would really be tough for him and Reggie Bullock with. With a shout-out to um, R.J. Barrett for the amount that he has improved. And with a shout-out to Julius Randle because, again, and this is and this is why perhaps as much as anything, 
why Julius Randle needs to get some MVP votes and he needs to end up minimum All-NBA second team. How many of these other guys who, you know, talk about your Dame Lillard and your and your Luka Doncic and, and, and your um, – well, LeBron's played some defense this year. Um, but, like, the guards especially, how many of these guys bring it on defense like Julius has brought it? Night in and night out. I get Giannis does it. I get Kawhi does it for the most part when he's in there. He's only played however many games. Paul George, similar. Um, but Julius on defense, again, not my not my Nick defensive player of the year. That's between Noel and Reggie. But, um, you know, you're not the fourth-ranked defense. They may be actually third-ranked after today um, without, uh, as, as Tibbs would say, everybody, it's a team defensive effort and multiple efforts also. Uh, Mark Ham, what's going on, Mark? Greetings from Germany. Still remember last season listening to you when you tried to squeeze every piece of positivity out of the losses. <laughs> I did do that, didn't I? Different feeling this season. Uh, could get used to it. I think we're going to have to get used to this. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Mark. I, I appreciate it, and thank you for watching from halfway across the world. Um, Varunsky's take, again, my goodness, love it. Um, someone asked, why, why are we talking about Joakim Noah in the chat? Why are we talking about Joakim Noah in the chat? Um, we do our, we are paying Joakim Noah $6.1 million next year. Um, but that's the last year that we have to pay that blessed, blessed man. Um, I got it, Andrew. Thank you. May we never need the stretch provision again. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, okay. Okay. Blame Andrew Macker. I am blaming Andrew. I don't know what I'm blaming Andrew for. I'm blaming him for the Joakim Noah thing. Sure, I'll blame I'll blame uh, Andrew for the Joakim Noah thing. Um, Manny Ortiz, Obi is breaking the playoff scoring record book. <laughs> um, uh, okay, uh, we've been going for almost an hour. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, be on here. Obviously, obviously, we'll be on here for the uh, playoff games. Um, Come join us. Uh, I think I could say this. A Andrew, we we pretty much agreed on this. If we didn't agree on it, sorry, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're doing this. Um, we're going to be doing um, pregames, too, uh, before the playoff games start um, because it's the fucking playoffs. And if you can't do if you if you can't do pregames for a playoff game, what what you know, what can you do? So um, we'll, we'll figure out the timing on those probably just be like 20 minutes, half hour before the game. Um, and then obviously we'll be doing post games too. Um, and I just, I want to get this out right now. I'll probably say something after the last game of the season, but let me just get it out right now. Um, I am, I am, will, will these pregames include alcohol? Good question, Yash. Only at your house. If you're not on, you're off a child. So yeah, they should, they should include. Um, I am absolutely blessed, privileged, um, undeserving um and 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 any any of those uh, sorts of words that you want to uh say to be able to to get to do this i i was a guy years ago who was killing time i've told this story before but i'll say it again i was a guy years ago who was just killing time on the train that's all it was i was killing time on the train and started writing uh, about the only thing that really ever mattered to me, which was this basketball team besides my, my family, obviously. And, um, you know, that turned into a podcast and it turned into this and that. And it just, it was always just about let's, let's, let's see where this goes and let's see what we could do next. And the thing I was always amazed with every step of the way is that there would be more people who would either read or listen or watch or follow me. Uh, as this thing got better and then to go the next step and have people talented people super talented people like jeremy and and obviously andrew who could do a much better job at this than than i could and and now chris and we're even going to keep growing to come and join the join the family um was just made it even more special and uh again i i i will say it again I, you know why me i don't know why me I just I'm a passionate fan who um, who loves watching these games and I love talking about them because I just do. Um, so thank you, everybody, for coming and, and just giving me someone to talk to um, this. This Super Chat stuff is like, like 
it's it's above and beyond because it's crazy um it's just like it's like it's talking about icing on the cake it's icing on top of icing on the cake uh cpm love your work matt keep going no i'm not i'm not stopping don't worry about that i'm not stopping i'm not stopping <laughs> i'm not stopping all right i love you all um you're all you're all my family um and uh thank you and um uh and fucking playoffs baby let's go here we go. Here we go. Next weekend. I'm going to see you then. Um, and uh, don't forget, check out the podcast tomorrow. And um, yeah, playoff beard. You know it. I'm not shaving. I will, I will see you all soon. You guys are the best. Thank you.